welcome to Cosmic CEO. I'm your host, Kinsey Madsen, and in this podcast, we're going to talk about everything from marketing to branding to mindset. I am so glad you found your way here. Now, let's get into some juicy content. Hi, guys. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited to record this episode, mostly because I've been in recording mode for Instagram World, which is my newest course, and I've also been doing a lot of meditations, and they're so fun to record, and they're so fun to make. It's like a different type of creativity for me, but I also have to use like my sacred meditation voice. (laughs) Not really like sacred, but you know what I mean? Like a meditation, you kind of have to use like a slower, softer tone. And after recording, I'm always just like, I want to freaking yell. I want to yell at someone. (laughs) So I was like, oh, perfect timing to record a podcast. I also feel like when I'm recording trainings, um, it's just more it's more structured because it's like I have I have the things I'm talking about I have the things that I'm going to teach in that lecture or the integration or whatever and so I've been missing just being able to like <laughs> talk with no with no parameters of like what I'm supposed to be doing um which I would also say like I feel like my courses are probably much more casual in the way I speak than most courses. It's not like I have like a PowerPoint that I'm like listing off points with, but there's just something different. There's something different with them. So I'm excited to record this podcast. I also feel like it's been a second since I've talked, but I guess it's only been, it's only been a couple of weeks. I'm really excited because I got some new podcasting equipment from my bestie Lex for my birthday. It's like a, it's called the Rodecaster Pro and you like plug microphones into it and then you plug headphones in and there's like a soundboard and it's like so legit. And it's so, I'm so excited about it, but because I've had a lot of stuff I had to record and like deliver in the I mean, I just have a lot of stuff I'm recording this month. The entire time I'm, like, creating Instagram World as I'm launching it, the content is going live week by week. And I'm actually ahead. Like, I'm doing really well. I have week two goes live on Sunday, and then week three is almost all the way recorded. My intention is, like, I want to get it all recorded so that the last week I can, like, do a bunch of bonuses that I'm excited about, but I don't want to like promise myself to it yet then, or it just feels like then another thing on my to-do list instead of being like, this is like a really juicy, exciting thing that I'm adding, you know? So anyways, I have an intention to get it done probably in the next week, but all of that to say, I'm so excited about my new equipment. And also I almost had like a complete meltdown about it yesterday because there is something about learning new technology that never gets any easier. Like it literally never does. And I have been a designer for my whole life and I've been always like into tech. And honestly, I think my mental health is better that I'm not having to deal with those type of like issues all the time of just like shit not working for no reason. Cause I don't really use tech as much anymore and I don't design as much as I used to. Um, but it's so hard on the mental health. I think because it's just like, we assume that technology should just like work and it shouldn't, it shouldn't have issues, but it's actually kind of interesting. Cause then we could get into the topic of like, okay, does technology have a consciousness when you talk about like, okay, AI, is it like, okay to like kill robots? And I don't remember what, Oh, it was a trailer for a new movie that's coming out. That new movie that has, like, the baby that's, like, the AI, but it's, like, a killer. (laughs) If you go to the movies a lot, I'm sure you've seen the commercial. But there's a part where there's, like, all these robots that are, like, trying to get out of this, like, compactor. And they're, like, killing them. 
And I felt so sad. I was like, this feels like really morbid to be watching this. And I don't know. I just feel like I've listened to a few discussions about like, okay, if all of us have a consciousness, like that means that what we create has a consciousness. I believe my creations have a consciousness. Like I believe it's part of me. It's like something that I birthed, especially with courses. I've been really thinking about that lately because even Instagram world, initially it was called Instagram school. And I had an idea for how I wanted to brand it. It was going to be very like school library themed. And even you can see like when I started posting about it in August, I like made a logo that was my name, but it looked like scholastic. And like, it was going to be very, I don't know. It was just going to be very early 2000s school vibes. But then as I was working on it, I was like, oh shit, this is not the vibe that wants to come out. This is not the vibe that it's meant to have. And so it just reminded me, like, I feel like my courses have a consciousness and I can try to like make them fit in the box that I want them to, but it never works. It always ends up shifting. Um, so anyways, as we talk about like, okay, why isn't this fucking printer working? Like maybe the printer isn't as basic and just like beep bop zeros and ones, da da da. Like the fact that we have to like do random things that don't make sense to make it work is just crazy. And I've talked about this too with like Psyche. Um, there's been so many times that I've been having issues with like technology and I've just been feeling over it and it feels really, really hard. And then I will do a balance of like my technology always runs smoothly or it's easy for me to figure out tech, tech problems or whatever. And then it will immediately start working. <laughs> and so I don't know if that's tech having a consciousness. I don't know if that is reality, like directly mirroring what we're experiencing. It's a lot of things probably at once, but all this to say it wasn't even that I was having a hard time. Like, it's not that it was broken. It was just figuring out how to use something new. And also, I it's really fun to use if you've ever used, like, a, a recording platform like that. Because as you're talking in the microphone, as it's recording, you hear yourself in your ears. So it, it feels like, like, you know when you, like, do a karaoke or something and you're like, oh my god, like, <laughs> maybe this is, like, a Leo thing. But I'm like, it's so fun to hear the sound of my voice over the speaker. But at the same time, I'm also super um critical of my voice like I don't very much re-listen to the stuff that I record I don't think I would ever be able to fully launch something if I was re-listening to what I was saying because I'm just always like oh why did I say that why did my mouth make that weird noise but like I'm hypercritical of me talking and teaching as well and so what I realized was happening is as I was recording because I was trying to record a podcast episode and as I was recording and hearing my voice, I was like glitching. Like I was literally glitching. I could not, I just could not relax. It felt like a whole new, it felt like recording my podcast again for the first time. So anyways, I'm coming to you from my phone in my car after I recorded a meditation in my car. And I just, I'm excited to really learn how to use it when I don't have a deadline. Because I think the deadline was just like, adding stress to the situation. I'm also really, really excited because I think I'm going to start doing video with my podcast. For some reason now when I'm wearing like headphones and have a mic, it feels so legit and it feels so fun. Like 
I don't know. And I also just feel like I look cuter <laughs> wearing headphones and with a mic. And so I'm excited. I do think I'm going to start doing videos. So I'm like, I don't know. I don't even know if I'll take a break from my podcast and then maybe come back and like have it be this whole new thing. Maybe that I can change my name. I actually realized what I want to name my podcast and I'm very excited about it. It is so cute. So I maybe I'll do that like a full rebrand and then come back and have video and post it on YouTube and all of that stuff. But I'm not going to say that the format is going to change <laughs> because if I had to all of a sudden be like being super professional, I wouldn't like it. And I, some of you guys might like it better, <laughs> but for me, it wouldn't work. It just wouldn't work. I guess I could balance for that, but I don't really want it to feel professional. I do want it to feel just like a peek into my life and the name that I have decided I'm going to change it to, I've loosely decided, um, kind of reflects that. So super excited about that. Um, I feel like the past couple of weeks have been crazy. I'm so happy that it's September. I'm so, so happy. It's so weird. Well, this is something that I'm realizing. I am held back a lot by my fear of bugs. Like it's like actually a thing. And by fear of bugs, I mean, fear of grasshoppers. It's like grasshoppers period. Um, that, that are, that hold me back from living. And so I didn't like even really realize, but like in the summer, cause there's like lots of grasshoppers around in the summer. And by lots, I mean like, like if I see one grasshopper, it's like a real phobia. If I see one grasshopper and I don't want to heal it, <laughs> I don't want anything to do with them. But if I see one grasshopper in my like driveway, like I am like, like, not wanting to go outside for a week. Like, it's, like, very serious. And I know one day it'll naturally heal on its own, because I used to be like this when I was a kid with bees. There was one time I remember going camping with my family, <laughs> and we had, like, a camper trailer, and there was bees by a cherry tree. And now I love bees. Like, I would let a bee land on me. Like, I'm not afraid of them at all. I like them. I have no, like, I literally am not afraid of them. Like, none, I, I, it took me getting stung by a bee, I think, to realize that it, like, doesn't hurt that bad. I don't know. But anyways, I remember when I was younger, um, my dad had to carry me. I was like eight. My dad carried me from the truck into the travel trailer. And I literally didn't go outside once the entire time camping because there was bees. And then he carried me back into the truck when we left. And then I went home. And that's actually me still today, I think. Like, I kind of wonder if, like, my fear of bugs is a permission to, like, be like, oh, I don't want to go outside because of the bugs because it's something else. I don't know, like getting dirty or I don't know, but I like being outside. Like in the past week ish, I feel like it's cooled down a ton and there's been a lot of like overcast days. And if you're not like a grasshopper phobe, you might not know this, but grasshoppers, they're only out when it is like sunny and they only are like in the sun for some reason. Like they don't really go in the shade. And so I've been going out, like, I've been taking my dogs on so many walks and not, like, forcing myself. Like, I always feel guilty. I mean, Morgan and Cammie take the dogs on walks, but I always feel guilty that I don't take them on more walks. And I've been taking them on, like, multiple walks a day for fun. <laughs> Just because of the weather and the lack of grasshoppers. Like, the grasshoppers are gone. The grasshoppers, I mean, I saw one a couple days ago. Maybe I'm just healing. Maybe I'm healing. I don't know. Anyways, I'm realizing 
September is my month. And I'm not even in the way trying to. I mean, I love when it's filling fall vibes, but I think I'm just loving like late summer. Like it's cooling down. I mean, it's like 69 degrees right now. Slay. <laughs> but like it's like such like a good, it's such a good temperature. I don't know. I'm just so happy. I feel really, really good. Um, I feel good about everything. In case you were wondering how I was feeling, I had a little bit of a insanely rough August, July and August, um, which I think we can contribute that a little bit to Venus retrograde, which we're officially out of. But I also think August is always kind of hard for me. Is it like a birthday month thing? Is it a super hot month of summer thing? I don't know what it is, but, like, when I think back of it, back on it, August is always kind of tough. And at the beginning of August, I mean, I need to reprogram this, but at the beginning of August, I'm always like, okay, like, I'm really gonna make this August good. <laughs> and I do so many fun things. Like, this past August, I did so many amazing fun things, but it was, like, masking, like, the dread I was feeling. <laughs> And so, and it's like, I still had fun doing all those things. And every single past August, I still have really good memories, but there's like this overwhelming dread that I felt in my birthday month. So I'm going to, I'm going to change that. And maybe I'm not, maybe I just need to allow the fact that I feel a little bit of dread in August. Um, but let's get into talking about what I wanted to talk about today, which is ease, ease and when things are feeling hard. So I talked about, I think it was in last podcast, how I was listening to one of my other podcasts and I was just getting so fucking annoyed at myself because I was listening to it in a really depressed state. And so hearing everything that I was saying, it was just like, literally, fuck off. Like, this isn't true. Like, da, 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 da. And I think that can sometimes happen when we're trying to talk ourselves out of being depressed or being like just not feeling the most magnetic and I kind of wanted to tell share with you how I do that so first of all the first thing that I wanted to say is this idea that um this idea that ease is the quote-unquote right way I think can be it can hold us back when things are feeling hard when something is feeling hard if I focus on this should be feeling easy. Why is this feeling so hard? It's easy for everybody else. What's going on? That doesn't make anything feel better. And so if you're in, if you have some sort of situation in your life right now that's hard, if you have something that's feeling like it's not just flowing, I want you to take a second and be like, this is hard. <laughs> and it's okay to say that something is hard. I feel like this is the same type of languaging of like alignment that disguised itself as perfectionism. And this ease talk is kind of like disguising itself as it gives to me the energy of like uh like a super religious woman who is claiming that her life is and this isn't nothing against this because this super religious woman who's claiming her life is all put together she could have her life put together <laughs> like she could that's I I don't like like being like oh it's all a fraud no one's allowed to have that perfect of a life like she could have that perfect life but for me if I'm trying to be that super religious woman who is like so happy and positive all the time and whatever it feels really fake 
and it doesn't feel natural to me and it feels harder than just being like, oh shit, today sucks. Like I'm just going to get through today or this period is a little bit hard. I'm going to focus on embracing the hard instead of feeling guilty that it is hard. Like, I just think there's this, this guilt and shame. And maybe that's what I'm trying to say. (laughs) Maybe that's what like a religious woman or, uh, what a religious woman, uh, symbolizes to me, even though I know that is not the truth. If you're religious, no hate, but, um, it's, it's like this, this story of shame and guilt of not doing enough, not being enough, doing something wrong. And so this idea of, oh, it's not easy. Like you must be doing something wrong. Here's my method to create more ease or you're not in alignment or your business isn't as big as you hope it for. You must not be in alignment. Here's how to get in alignment. Wear only white. Like I just feel like this, this, all of these ideas are so riddled in like shame and guilt and not feeling like you're doing enough. And that is going to hold you back more than something hard is having a bad self-concept and feeling like shit and feeling like you're not doing anything right. And I can guarantee you every single person who you look up to who likes to talk about ease also has hard things going on. And I talk about ease all the time and I'm somebody who really respects ease and values ease like ease is important to me. And also I have hard things that I have to go through through in life and I have and I'm not even talking in like a very serious overarching way but like in like a day to like freaking randomly the the podcast equipment thing like I'm talking like those type of just kind of frustrations that I can sit there and get overwhelmed and get mad at this thing or I can choose, hey, I'm going to wait to learn this thing until I don't have a deadline around it. And so how I move around ease and how I show up with ease in my life is I look at the hard things and I say, okay, this is hard. (laughs) And the first step is admitting that something is hard. Something is going to be hard. If I am telling myself, no, this is easy, and then I work on it and it doesn't work, then I want to kill someone <laughs> because there, there's a there's a misplaced expectation of this was supposed to be easy and now it's taking all my time, now it's doing all of this, and I just feel like any amount of effort then feels like it's the hardest thing in the world instead of being like, this might be kind of hard, but I'm going to try my best and I'm going to try to embody ease as I'm doing it. If you think about it being hard, it's always going to end up feeling a little bit easier. And I don't, I, I think we can start to create in our mind then hard situations over and over again. And so I think you have to be self-aware enough to realize like, do I keep making things harder than they need to be? <laughs> Probably yes. I think all of us are doing that, but that's a human condition. <laughs> and so that's not something that we need to feel shame about. And that's not something that like you're doing wrong or whatever. It's just figuring out if ease is something that you value, it's figuring out how to shift into that energy. And to me, shifting into ease feels like looking at a situation being like, oh, this might be a little bit hard, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to do my best. And then at the end of the day, being like, that was way easier than I expected. That actually, that actually flowed way better than I expected. And once I look at that thing and say, okay, this is going to be a little bit hard. I also, um, I feel like the people who I look up to when I have a lot of like, quote unquote, hard things going on in my life. I'm moving through a rocky patch or I'm feeling depressed or whatever. The people that I like to look up to and surround myself with their content or their stories, like if I'm like listening on like Audible or whatever, are these like fierce badass women (laughs) because 
because sometimes I need that energy. Yes, sometimes I need the energy of, like, life is good. Like, lay back in the sun and, like, sun your yoni. But, like, sometimes I also need the energy of get up, make that shit happen, cross off your to-do list, and there's no right or wrong, right? Like, I'm much more probably the type of coach who's like, get that shit done, but also have fun while you're doing it. Whereas there's other coaches that I've hired or bought their programs with or whatever that are much more like relax and get into ease and flow down the river. And there's no right or wrong way. You just have to choose what what coach has the message that is going to help you get to where you want to go. And you don't even have to think that intensely with it. Like you don't have to think that intensely of, well, this is where I want to go. And who has the solution to what? Like your intuition will know. Your intuition will surround you with people who are like, who are expanding you in the ways that you need to be expanded. But that's a really important thing. If I, if I'm going through a hard time or a quote unquote rock bottom or it just feels like I'm like stuck in the mud. I really try to surround myself with people who are who are motivating me. Um, and then the next thing I will do is I say, what's the easiest part of this process? And there's some languaging of like, not languaging, schools of thought. <laughs> How do I want to refer is this? There, there's a strategy for productivity of doing the hardest thing first. And I've done that before and it works it works well. But I think if you have something that's a really huge project that you're wanting to take on or a really huge lifestyle shift or whatever, for me, the way that it feels the easiest and the way that actually gets the momentum rolling and the ball rolling is focusing on the easiest thing first. Because then it doesn't feel like this huge, massive, I have to do this scary thing. It's like, okay, if I need to um, get my life organized, I'm going to start by organizing my makeup drawer (laughs) and then I'm going to move to organizing my junk drawer and then I'm going to pull out my finances, right? So it's like focus on the things that feel the easiest because that's going to get, that's going to get the, um, productivity rolling faster than you keep pushing off this really huge, big goal. Um, I like need to figure out how to... (laughs) put into words what my productivity strategy is and what it actually is is it needs to be called like procrastinativity procrastinating productivity and what I mean by that is for example my content I create such good content when I'm procrastinating doing other things and I do other things really well when I'm procrastinating making content and it's like it's this um It's this game I play with myself where it's like the actual thing that I need to get done. I never want to do it, but I will get everything else done except that thing. And so I almost use it to my advantage. Like if I have a deadline, I know something needs to get done. I know that day I'm going to be productive in every single way (laughs) except the thing that needs to get done. But I'll probably end up getting it done at the last minute. But this like this avoiding the thing that you want to be getting done can also be helping you get other things done because if I mean there you could be avoiding the thing by like scrolling on your phone but we're not going to choose that we're going to choose a different option 
And so avoid the thing by like creating content or avoid the thing by messaging people back on Instagram or avoid, there's like a million ways you could avoid the thing. And the thing is always going to get done. I think that's a belief that I've really installed in my mind is like, I always end up getting the thing done. Sometimes it's a little dramatic. Sometimes it involves staying up late. Sometimes it like it, it requires, you know, (laughs) drastic measures, but I always end up getting the thing done. And this like procrastinativity, um, I end up also getting a shit ton of other things done. But that's a really long winded way of saying when I'm wanting to create more ease around a hard thing, I, I look at it and say, what easy thing could I create around this? Maybe it's a, maybe it's a to-do list. Maybe it's a, I don't know what it is for you. It's going to be different for you versus for me. But I just ask myself, like, what's the one easy thing that I could just chip away at this today? And I don't, you have to be honest with yourself because you know what you're thinking. (laughs) We can lie to other people all day we want to and be like, no, like I'm going to do this today. I'm going to do this. And they might believe us, but you can't lie to yourself. You know what you're really thinking and you know what you're really believing. Like you're inside your head. And so if you're telling yourself, hey, we just have to do this one thing today, but then you're also expecting yourself to do everything, you're not going to want to take action on that. You're going to just keep procrastinating it because that's an insane amount of things to do in one day. And so be honest with yourself and be like, no, we literally only have to do this one thing. That's it. That's it. And then you can go to a movie, then you can do this, then you can do that. But we're only going to do this one hard thing. Um, I posted something on my Instagram yesterday because I had kind of some just hard filling things to do yesterday, organizational stuff, tax stuff, all of that. And I posted on my stories, like, what hard thing are you doing? And somebody responded and was like, I need to call my bank, but I don't want to. And I know that feeling like calling anyone, like just calling anyone, (laughs) talking on the phone to anyone is going to like send me into fight or flight. (laughs) I hate it. I always have. Um, and so I just responded and I was like, if you do like a hard money task today, I will send you a sticker pack. So a lot of you guys did respond to me and say, hey, I did this. I did this. I want to open that up to podcast. If you listen to this and you have a money task you've been avoiding, go take action on it. And once you've done it, message me and then me or my team will send you a sticker pack because sometimes we need a sticker. It's it's giving like chore chart. (laughs) Maybe I need to create, oh my God, that's actually such a cute idea. Like a CEO chore chart. And you like put like, um, smiley faces whenever you get something done. I actually feel like that would work really well for me. Maybe I'll just create it for myself. Um, so anyways, that's my, that's my long spiel about ease. And I think if it feels, if it feels like it's creating more guilt and shame in your life to focus on ease, then fucking kick ease to the curb. Don't think about it. And I do think there are certain people who like having a challenge and they like things feeling hard. If that's you, embrace that. Just own that. I mean, the biggest thing that I've been feeling lately, and especially as I've been uh, recording Instagram world and talking about content and all of that, it's like, you can do whatever you want. Just do it with your whole fucking chest. Like do it with your entire being. If you want to like hard things, like like hard things and let yourself own it and step into warrior energy and step into like Sarah J Moss main character energy. If you want ease, do it with your whole chest. Like be fucking laying in the pool all day long, answering DMs, whatever. And it can change all the time. Like you get to change what feels the best, but it's like when you're doing it, literally do it, like actually commit to it. 
Um, it reminds me of like, if you go hang out with a friend or whatever, and if you're both just like kind of there, but kind of on your phones, like it just kind of feels like a blah. I mean, some people like it. (laughs) So if you're the type of person who likes this, like embrace that, own the fact that you like just sitting there with somebody and being on your phone. But to me, I'm always like, I'd just rather be home. (laughs) I'd rather be on my own. I think maybe just because I'm a little bit of like, a loner like I would rather be on my own but those times that you're with your friend and you're both so engaged in the conversation and you're both like you know really excited about what you're doing and talking and catching up like that's how I want to feel like with life like I don't want to feel like I'm just like scrolling on my phone casually while life happens like if I'm scrolling on my phone I want to be like staring at it and I want to be enthralled by the content that I'm consuming and like super excited And then if I'm not on my phone, I want to like have it away and I want to be doing something else. I guess it's just kind of maybe all in energy, (laughs) which is actually, it's so funny. I had a reading. So I've given one of my clients, Maria Henning, a shout out multiple times. She does Gene Keys and she gifted me a reading for my birthday. And I've studied Gene Keys so much, like on my own. I feel like I'm always reading. I've read the same because there's like a... It's like the Gene Keys Bible, essentially. It it breaks up all of the different Gene Keys that you have. It will tell you, like, what they all mean. It's called the 64 Ways, I think. And I've read those because there's, like, probably five or six pages for every single one. And I've read them probably dozens of times. And having this reading from her was so validating and also expanding and I highly recommend going it's all about like purpose and who you are and I feel like I never get sick of hearing that (laughs) I never get sick of like somebody validating me I think it's like it's it's a really good investment in my opinion to have someone be like yes this is who you are this is how you can create success this is your purpose um so anyways it's funny because my So my conscious son is gate 29, which is all about going all in. And so it's funny that I'm even talking about this because I didn't, it's exactly like what my personality is, but it's weird because when you get readings like that, you're like, I'm not even thinking about it when I'm talking about it. But then it just hit me that that's exactly what I'm talking about right now. So anyways, I'm going to have Maria on the podcast, hopefully in the next couple of weeks, we need to get it scheduled. Um, because I think Gene Keys is like one of the biggest tools that we have. I just love self-identification tools because I'm somebody who, always struggles to know exactly who I am and struggles to understand other people and I feel like these tools have helped me be more compassionate with myself more compassionate with other people and just function better so I definitely want to have her on my podcast to chat um but the last thing I want to talk about is Instagram world so first thing I want to say before we get into talking about it the price goes up every single week until the live section of the the challenge begins on October 1st. So whenever you're listening to this, now is the absolute lowest price to get in on this program. So this program, I created it for the person. It doesn't matter if you've been on Instagram before or if you're not on Instagram or if you really like Instagram and understand Instagram. I created it to be able to help all of us. After I go through and finish all the content, I'm going to go through the prompts and the trainings myself 
because I'm really excited to like revitalize my Instagram and juice it back up. So I'm going to be talking about everything from like the actual strategies that I'm using and the strategies that I use when selling, showing up on stories, how I post shareable content, what type of shareable content I post. Like I'm going to give you all the weird little things that I do. <laughs> There's some really weird things that I do. There's some really weird like techniques I have and strategies I have. I'm going to be giving you all of that. You're also going to get access to tutorials to make really easy content, but we're also really going to be talking about the energetics of social media and how to show up and create content in the quantum and in this place of like pure confidence and knowledge of who your dream customer is and how you're able to channel content for them that's going to make them feel like, how did you create this just for me? Um, we're also going to get into the subconscious of fear of showing up, fear of being seen, fear of being an expert, fear of being put on a pedestal. Um, we're going to talk about the energetics of like customer to follower relation or customer to the person that they're following, what that relationship looks like and how to attract people who think you're really cool and want to buy everything that you're selling. And then to wrap it all up. So that all happens in October. You have access to that forever. There's new content dropping every single week. So week one is live right now. Week two drops in a couple of days. Week three drops in um, the next week after that, it's dropping on Sundays. And then October 1st, we are starting the great content experiment. And I am so excited about this. So it's going to be on a private Instagram account. And every single day, I'm going to be posting a reminder to post on um, Instagram or wherever it is that you're deciding to show up. You could do this on another platform, but I'm encouraging everybody to do Instagram because the whole school is about how Instagram is, in my opinion, the greatest tool as a business owner. So there's gonna be a reminder to post and then in those comments you can comment and say you've posted and there's gonna be a little community there of us all just supporting each other commenting on each other's stuff um all that type of goodness it's kind of similar to that aspect of it is similar to when I did the content challenge over on my Instagram if you were part of that um but it's gonna be a little bit more intimate and the the reminders to post are going to be a little bit cooler but I don't I don't want to dive into that yet because that's kind of a surprise. Um, so the next thing is weekly. I'm going to post a graphic that is like our, our data analysis graphic. And so then it's going to be like a, a content date to take yourself on weekly to look at all of your content to see which performed the best, what got shared the most, what got the most likes, what got the most DMs or clicks to your website. Because I'm a big fan of throwing shit against the wall and seeing what works and figuring out what works. But I think a lot of times we're not even looking at what works. <laughs> like we sometimes if you're in a bad state of mind, you can feel like nothing is working. But then you look back and you go, oh my God, every single time I post this type of content, it went viral. I need to post more of this type of content. So it's, it's really this combination of like throwing shit against the wall, but also realizing what works and then being able to see, cause in the comments, that's going to be where we, I'm going to treat this private account like a forum, like a private forum. In the comments, you're going to see where everybody has put, you know, this piece of content worked the very best for me. This piece of content didn't perform well. I got a sell from this page, you know, so it's going to be really cool because it's going to be very interactive and you're also going to be able to see everybody else's findings. And then at the very end of the three months, so this is an entire three month content challenge. Like I have chills 
thinking about where your business will be in the beginning of next year after going through this three-month challenge, after integrating everything that you're going to learn from Instagram school, after being re-excited about Instagram and going all in and being really committed to creating fun content, like, and three months of that while interacting with people and making relationships with people, like, I honestly believe your business will be unrecognizable but at the end of that three months we are going to do just like a live on the um the private instagram page but where me and my team are going to pull together all of the data and we are going to look at like okay overall this is a type of content that performed the best so it's it's like a big experiment honestly and so i'm so excited for that (laughs) part of me is like i just want october so we can get started on the challenge but i also wanted to give you a little bit of time so at least you could dive into some of the content you don't have to have gone through the entire school to be able to take advantage of um of the content experiment but I do think it will help so getting in as soon as possible starting to consume that content starting to realize how you want Instagram to work with you is going to prime you to have a really successful 90 days of showing up and no better time like are you kidding me it's literally quarter four people are spending money. People need gifts. People, I also really love quarter four because I think because we're spending more money on other people, we're also spending more money on ourselves. Like it's like we just get into the buying mood. And so this is the perfect way to take advantage of that as a business owner and to really step into Instagram and to really make it your bitch, honestly, like in the best way possible. Um, so yeah, that's all I think I want to say about that. If things are feeling hard, that's okay. You can make them feel easy through taking these little easier steps, but also don't force yourself out of things feeling hard until you're ready for things not to feel hard anymore. You're not doing anything wrong. You're doing everything perfectly exactly as as you need to. Um, And if there's ever something that you need to shift, like your reality will make that apparent. And then be confident in yourself that you'll be able to make that shift if it needs to happen. Okay, I love you. For more details about Instagram world, head to my highlight bubble in my Instagram, like on my Instagram page. Honestly, if you haven't seen all of my graphics for it, just go watch them (laughs) because I'm really, this is one that I am so proud of my branding. I mean, I feel like the past few things I've been really proud of my branding, but Instagram world, I like... I am obsessed with it. (laughs) I'm unashamedly obsessed with it. I went over to Morgan's house and she threw a little game night and I was showing her boyfriend and his friend um, my graphics and they don't understand anything. (laughs) They literally don't understand like online marketing. They don't even understand what I do. But I was like expecting them to be like shocked, like just like absolutely shocked. They just like kind of looked at it blankly and they were like, now what? People buy that video from you? And I was like, oh God. (laughs) But I'm that proud that I'm like showing people at random parties these graphics. So if you haven't seen it, go look at it. Also, I released a a mini guide. I'm calling it an Instagram zine. Zine, I guess, is how you're technically supposed to pronounce it. If you don't know, magazine, zine is just short for magazine. And it's like a, a shorter magazine. But I interviewed some of my favorite people to follow on Instagram. I wasn't able to get everyone who, um, uh, like, I love to follow. But some of my favorite people who I follow. And they shared their tips on Instagram, how they think of it. I was expecting it to be cool and inspiring. But I wasn't expecting it to be this cool and inspiring. Like, literally reading through everybody's answers 
it made me excited for Instagram again. So that is completely free. The link for that is in my bio. That's a great place to start if you're wanting to take Instagram more seriously. Um, and by more seriously, I mean just have more fun with it and increase your magnetism on the app. Okay. I love you and I will talk to you soon. Bye.